Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Free Pizza Podcast. Uh, we have Dementia Willie in here, and I'm so excited. He works at Legacy Irons, and he's a tattoo artist, and he's badass. What's up, Mitch? How you doing? Um, I'm doing alright because it's raining, and it's kind of bullshit outside. How are you? It's good napping weather. That's what I just got You were just doing. napping, too. Yeah, I'm sorry great. about that. That was great. I feel bad. I prepared myself for this. <laughs> I just sent him the questions for this interview, like... 10 minutes ago, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It'll go well. This has been fun. Five minutes ago? Jacob said five minutes. Anyway, that was this damn interview. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so tell us about yourself, um, where you're working, um, where you were born and raised, and all that good stuff. I work at Legacy Irons. I was born and raised not very far from here. In Kernersville. very small town. I moved to a much bigger town, as you can see, Greensboro. <laughs> down the street. I moved 25 minutes down the road, and I uh, for college, and I've I've been stuck here. You're stuck I've here. I've been stuck here. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now you're really stuck. Yeah, tattooing got me. I'm I'm here now. I'm yeah, here. <laughs> for sure. Because I mean, you didn't you didn't start tattooing till kind of recently. I think I'm 27 now. Yeah, and I started tattooing. I was thinking about it today, actually. It, well, it's been a little over five years. My, Has it been five years already? Not tattooing. Oh, okay. I've, I've worked at Legacy for five oh, years. Oh, you're an apprentice. Yes. Okay. I've been tattooing. Last month was three years. Oh, damn. Which a, is crazy. That's a lot longer than I thought. Which is really crazy. That's the, I remember you going to the apprenticeship. I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be sick. Because I apprenticed for like two years before I even wow. started Tattooing, touched a machine or anything like that, just like drawing, painting, helping out at the shop and stuff like that. That's badass, and I want to come back to that for sure. Um, but I guess tell us kind of what got you to want to tattoo in the first place. Probably, I'd have to say being in bands, skateboarding, yeah. that kind of stuff. When I was younger, I skateboarded and stuff like that. Right. And then, I guess the interest in seeing people play music and my cousin being in bands and stuff like that so I started playing drums right and it was all downhill from there basically because <laughs> I started playing shows seeing people covered in tattoos seeing tattoo artists yep. playing in bands seeing skateboarders covered in tattoos I mean when you look up to people and you're like that's cool that's who I like and stuff like right. that I mean you kind of more and more want them and it's weird I started my mom wouldn't let me get tattooed until I was 18. She wouldn't even let me dye my hair or anything like that. Oh, damn. Until I was, like, after 18. So, turned 18, got my nose pierced. <laughs> she flipped out. <laughs> got my feet tattooed. That was hell. That was, your, was that your first tattoo on your foot? I got both my feet done for my first tattoos by oh. Ashley. Ashley oh, Love. Oh, Oh, my gosh. That's, that's an interesting first tattoo. You usually don't... Yeah, it's not very common. Yes, it's not very common, but I was trying to hide them. That's why. Oh, but it, I didn't do a good job because sense. they saw immediately. Did you probably walk around barefoot around yes. your house? Yes, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> what did your fans do? Uh, my dad was a carpenter, and uh, my mom works. Uh, I don't know exactly what to call it. It's not reception, but she uh, manages people that fix like machinery and sh- and stuff like that. Okay, so it's not like. Well, I guess the carpentry is kind of creative. I would yeah, in a way, that's, yes. That's no one in my family is uh, create does anything creative though, which is weird. Don't, my mom was adopted, and yeah. I met my real grandmother and great grandma before she passed away. 
and the only one that did anything creative, she, at around 60, started doing watercolor paintings and playing the piano, and at her funeral, they had them all up and spectacular, like huge barn paintings on in like fields wow. with ponds, and she just started one day, just said that she wanted to try it and crushed it. That's nuts. So you, do you think seeing those maybe kind of started, maybe mm, illustrating seems kind of cool? Well, no, that wasn't even, that was recent. Oh, that, she, oh this she, was recent. I'm just saying, that's the only artistic oh, part that I've seen in my family, other than crap. me pursuing something and tattooing, or like, she's the only other person that did something creative or like played an instrument. Because my mother, I love her, don't get me wrong, <laughs> cannot draw or play an instrument to save her life. She couldn't, she wouldn't do too well. So That's nuts, dude. Yeah, it is weird, because usually you, you have at least one person, I feel like, in the family that, like... Kind of influenced you. Influenced you. I remember the drums thing, I think, that helped push towards the tattooing and all that. My parents had a friend that they had a son that was probably three or four years older than me, and he played drums. And I think that okay. stuck in my head. I always remember him playing drums, and that's when I was like, I want some drums. Damn. So I think that's what kind of kind influenced of me towards this direction that I'm in now. Right. That's freaking cool. That grandmother thing is so wild. She That's crushed cool. it. It's, I want some of those paintings, honestly. I still have to talk to my, I don't, of course, uh, my real grandmother. I don't talk to her very much. Right. But when I do, I want to see if I can at least get one of them because that would be really cool. Yeah, kind of like a keepsake to have. Yeah, like, absolutely. So, like, I guess maybe in your young years of school and stuff, obviously drawing is a big part of tattooing. So were you drawing back then? or I drew a lot of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> did you trace it or did you draw it for him? No, dude, I used to... Because, of course, I would sit and record Dragon Ball Z episodes on VHS, <laughs> and I'd pause it and just stare at the TV and just draw the characters like that, and I would just practice drawing them like that, and I swear I had books of just, like, lined notebooks that I would just practice drawing Dragon Ball Z characters and stuff like that. I'll definitely say that playing drums started getting me more away from drawing, because of yeah. course, I started practicing and playing drums. That was more of what I was about when I was like in my teenage years. I drew a lot, and then I played baseball. Stopped doing all that because oh, wow. drums was like, that's what I was about. So we started playing shows and traveling. So I didn't really have much really other time. Much. So drums were everything. And then towards the end, I started being able to actually see more tattoos and get them. I think that's kind of what pushed me back into it because I always loved tattoos and the art of it, but parents were like you can't get any until you're 18 right so waited until i was 18 you got your foot i started getting tattooed and each one kind of i feel like pushed me towards it and then when i was in territories right started um kind of drawing more then and th around that time is when i got more into the drawing and painting and being like this is actually something that i would really love to do right because i stopped playing drums as much and like We'd play shows here and there, but not as frequently, so I had a lot more free time and stuff. Gotcha. That's awesome. So, you said you came in for college. Mm -hmm. um, did you... I never finished. You finished? I've, I quit to tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> Perfect. And I want to... So, what made you go towards Legacy? Um, I had friends that got yeah. tattooed at Legacy and stuff like that, and uh, I don't know who... I had a friend that got tattooed by Nate. Okay. And I heard that he would he did really good tattoos and stuff like that, and someone got one, and I was really into it. So I got him to do this, like, I saw it on 
probably Instagram or something like that, like an eyeball with like clouds around it and lightning bolts <laughs> was like the first tattoo he did on me. And I was hooked from then. He did such a good job. I mean, That's once awesome. you get a good product, I'm not going to try yeah. to like, all right, let's see if this dude can do a good job now too. <laughs> like, he hooked it up and I went from there to getting my legs tattooed. Okay. And he did my first arm tattoo also. Hell yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So I guess from there, you kind of built some relationship with them and, hey, I'm thinking about apprenticing or... What it was, we were recording, Territories was recording at Warrior Sound in Chapel Hill. And we were there for, I think it was like two weeks, and Nate hit me up and asked me if I was interested in possibly working the front at the shop. Okay. I think that was possibly around the time David... He got into a car accident and stuff and didn't work at the shop for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I started working there. And since I already kind of got my foot in the door mm-hmm. working there and stuff like that, I asked him one day, I was like, do you think there's any chance of you wanting to apprentice someone or anything like that? And he was like, probably not. I'm probably only going to apprentice my children. Because oh. Nate has kids that, yeah. of course, love to draw and think it's so cool. So, of course, I figured you'd do something like that. Right. So I just annoyed the fuck out of him. <laughs> Until eventually he was into the idea. Eventually he asked me if I would be down to do it. We're still interested. And um, I definitely was. Of course, still worked there. And yeah. we kind of opened up the new shop. I helped him some with that. What was it before? Uh, Market Street. Okay. It's beside uh, where Pam's Vintage Shop is right now. Did I know that already? Maybe, maybe David did say that. It was beside Mitchell's or whatever over there. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're, obviously you're down on... Um, on McGee Street McGee now. Street. That place is a lot better location, a lot better <laughs> foot traffic and stuff. There was no foot traffic at the other shop. Oh, I bet it was out there just like just too far out there. Yeah. You get a bunch of like homeless people and like hobos and stuff. You don't want, probably don't want no. tattoos. <laughs> no. They want money. Uh, so, and you were your apprentice for two years and... I definitely want to get into how that was because I think a lot of people think that, you know, might think it's like this cool thing. And I'm, I'm sure it is a cool thing, but maybe you can give us like a, maybe a yeah, real I'll rundown. Give you a better idea. Yeah, give us a real rundown of how apprenticing actually is. Um, it's, I definitely think it is a needed thing. I definitely think apprenticing is what people should do if you want to get into tattooing. Right. It is, I guess people can kind of glorify it and then also go the opposite direction and say that it's it sucks and you they have a terrible time but i mean i feel like it's very important because in my eyes it shows if you're willing to work for it right i have a couple stories that nate loved to make me do things that i didn't really want to do i had <laughs> please don't i had long hair like i did now uh he decided to shave a cul-de-sac into my head I had a bald spot in my head. And this this is funny that we we come bring this up now because the whole grandma thing's still fresh. Right. Like I said, my mom was adopted. Met I had to meet my grandma for the first time. Yeah. Nate shaved my fucking head into a cul-de-sac. <laughs> and my mom's like, Hey, called me on the phone. She's like, Hey, my real mom got in touch with me and like we're gonna go meet her for the first time like my mom's so excited and then she sees me and she's like you are not going to meet your fucking grandmother with your hair looking like that she's like i don't care who told you to shave it like that i don't care it's not happening 
So, of course, I tell Nate, I'm like, sorry, my hair was like that. He made me keep it like that. He said a week. I think it was like that for three days. I had to answer the phone, come into the shop, talk to people. Like, people would walk in the door and be like, oh. Like, completely forget what they're talking about. They're just talking to me about my hair now. So, of course, I tell him that. And he's like, I guess I understand that. So I got to shave my head back to a normal person. Right. Um, let's see. There's a thing around here called the uh, Summer Solstice yeah, Festival. Yeah, at Arboretum. Yep. He uh, made me go shirtless, wearing fairy wings, <laughs> and drew a mustache with Sharpie on my face with a sombrero. And I had to go to the Summer Solstice Festival and hand out Legacy Iron stickers. And to, so I didn't just go and sit in my car. He made me take pictures with people and send them back to him with, so as proof, basically. So he has all these pictures of like random people like licking at my nipples and stuff like that. Like the strangest people I had to take pictures of. That was real fun. Oh my God. I mean... We've had some fun. We've had some fun for sure. Oh. There's also buttons right? that Dylan made. Because I don't know why, after he shaved my head, I thought it'd be a good idea and make it look better. I know nothing about hair. Right. I put my hair in a ponytail, and I lived with Comer right. and Jake and Deke. And I was like, Comer, help me out. <laughs> just I'm going to put it in a ponytail, I'm going to hold it, and you just cut across. Oh. He's like, all right, dude, I got you. <laughs> So he does that, and I let it down, and it's ten times worse. And he takes a picture of me to show me what it looks like. So David edited this picture and did, like, a black and white version. And it looks like a serial killer, like, clown dude or something. There's, like, probably five or six of them, and random people have them. But they are... Dude. They're frightening. I can't look at them. I don't like them. I need to find David. He has one. He definitely has one, for sure. I need to find that picture. Oh my gosh, dude, that is awesome. Oh yeah, wow. So other than the <laughs> the jokes and stuff, like, was it? How was the experience doing that? Were you? I mean, obviously you're doing other stuff too. Yeah, you you do a lot of uh, a lot of me drawing, and then Nate telling me it sucks. Yeah, and then me doing some more, and then just a lot of right. trial and error. It would, I would. Trace a lot of flash to start out with mm -hmm. to kind of get, it helps you with line drawing, helps you with steadiness of your hand, helps you get down like designs and stuff like that. Do that for a while and then after you kind of get that down a little more, you start painting. Oh, wow. He like watercolor. He taught me how to watercolor and all of that. I, when I first started to like want a tattoo and I asked him and he told me no. I was still like drawing stuff and like posting stuff because I was like, fuck yeah, this, yeah. this stuff's hot. <laughs> this is like, This stuff's so cool. <laughs> and when I first started apprenticing and he told me I could like actually apprentice and stuff, and he's like, and I want you to take down take all that, of that down. garbage. Yeah, I figured like, that Like was... take down all that shit like, and don't post anything until I say it's cool. Oh, and I was shit. like, all right, that's, that's fair, cool. Though. I mean, which I understand, you're working at a place. You're representing the shop. Yeah, you're representing Legacy, and like people are like, yeah, that came from Legacy, and they're like, okay, we're not going there. You're not go going there. there. Yeah. <laughs> so he told me once I could do a clean painting, I could start posting stuff, and then I could actually start tattooing. And at first, I was like, why, why does that fucking matter? Like, why do I have to paint? Like, what's that have to fucking do with tattooing? Right. 
I'm 100% glad he did that. I love to paint. It is a very, it, it doesn't seem like it, but it, you can translate it to a tattoo right. very easily. It's very mixing and blending colors. It's kind of similar. You can still get fades, and it helps me tremendously. Say I draw a design, and I don't know how it's going to look. I can sit down and paint it, and once I sit down and paint it, see like what doesn't work, what colors don't work well, and now I know like how to make it a more solid tattoo or something like that. So I definitely think that aspect can make you a much stronger tattooer yeah. in the long run. And it just it's just fun. Yeah. Fun to do. You can paint sheets of flash and stuff like that. That's he badass. taught me all of that stuff at the beginning because he felt like that was something that was important, which I am very glad he did. Yeah, for um, sure. He taught me how to make needles. How to make them? When you first... When tattooing first started, it wasn't like now machines make them. Or like I think Black Claw says that people make their needles. I'm not sure if they're handmade or by machines, but yeah. when tattooing first started, you had to hand make them. So wow. you buy things of needles, like actual like long like tapered straight, ones, okay. and then shorter tapered ones, and then you buy needle bars, and they have these like things called needle jigs, and you put them in there for the size and how many needles, and you solder them together, and then you sterilize, or you have to like clean them with the stuff, stuff, and then you have to sterilize them, and then you can use them. What? He taught me how to do that. He taught me, because Nate also builds machines. Right. And he built us all machines for Christmas once. He, oh, shit. He showed me how to do that, too. Granted... <clears throat> it's not like I could sit down and just like, just like build a machine right now, but he taught me the ins and outs. I'm probably not too good at the tuning aspect because yeah. I've never like sat down and hand built my own. I've helped him build some, mm -hmm. but that's definitely, I've talked to him about that. That's definitely something I would like to get a little more into because oh, dude, yeah. that's a cool aspect of it too, to be able to like, I want a new tattoo machine and just make just yourself make one, one and then use it. Nate dude. has tons of tattoo machines that he's made and he just uses them. And he's making me two more right now. I was going to buy some, but, I mean, he gave me my machine in 2013 or 14, mm -hmm. and I've had no problems with it. Damn. So, I mean, why not get him to make two more? Dude, that is freaking awesome. I didn't know. I, maybe the David did say that, but I didn't know that he freaking made them. That's yeah, he makes them. Awesome. And, like, a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot because, like, like, thousands or anything, but there are several tattoo artists that love his machines and use them frequently. Right. Cool. Well, we actually want to plan on interviewing him anyways and make that like a 50th episode or something because obviously he probably has a lot of experience in that. He's been tattooing, I think, like 12, 13 years. He's got, oh, he's yeah. got stories for days. Make that stories <laughs> for days. Episode. I yeah. can only, only imagine. So, okay, so two years passes. Is that pretty normal for an apprenticeship or does it matter? Does it, it just really depends. depends. Okay. Um, I think Nate did it for that long. One, he wanted to see if I actually cared about it enough and actually That's wanted true. it because... I can't imagine teaching someone to do something for so long and then like when they finally get into it and like get into trying it they're like mm, nah this isn't for me and just dip it then like all that time's wasted like what was that then damn that's true so I can understand I think usually people can I know people that start and apprentice for six months two years I think it just depends on the person, the person who's apprenticing you hell yeah these two years is a pretty Throw him out of town, time where he's like, okay, this dude's—he's serious. He's good. He's yeah, and I think it helped a lot with like making sure I'm serious, getting me more comfortable with the shop. Because I'll definitely say, before I started working at the shop, 
I wasn't much of a people person. Right. I, I hate like when I yourself. first started working there. I hated when the phone rang. I hated having <laughs> to answer the phone and like talk to people. That was like it's a nightmare. The worst to me. And now it's like that's the smallest part of my yeah, job now. Like, yeah, that's like the basics. It definitely helped me get out of my shell some right. and become more of a people person because I mean I have to talk to people all day long. Right. All day long. That's my I mean, it's a lot of tattooing, it's but a it's a lot talking. of talking. You have to be a salesman and you got to talk a lot. That's nuts. That's great. I mean, come on. I've been there obviously a lot in y'all are that that really is y'all always talking in there. Yeah, that, it makes a lot of sense. Even when you're tattooing someone, it's rare to be for me to just be sitting there and not talking to the person. The it person seems, not talking to me. Yeah, it seems boring anyway. It's, it's usually just, weird if it is. Yeah, it's, or they're in or pain. they're yeah they're like dying. <laughs> and they're, I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna talk to you <laughs> right now. <laughs> I won't bother you. Um, okay, so two years and so what was your first like tattoo that you did on someone? Okay, I think. My first tattoo, I secretly tattooed David one time. This is within your apprenticeship? Right? Yes. Okay. Within. I think I think I did that one before Nate even knew. He knows now. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's there, so I mean, but it, we like, I did just like, a, it was out of a book or something, and I did like a little dagger on David's uh, thigh, because on his thighs, all of his friends, like Danny, no, all of our friends that don't even tattoo. I've done little dudes on there. <laughs> oh, shit. So I did one and tried to do a little whip shading and ended up having to just, like, do a black blade and, like... <laughs> so I think that might have been the first one, but after that, Nate, uh, one day we're at the shop, and he's like, hey, uh, go draw me a tiny skull. And I was like, well, oh, all right, cool. Okay. And I go back there, and I, like, took, like, 20, 30 minutes to draw a tiny skull and brought it up, and he's like, all right, now you're going to tattoo it on yourself. I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. I was like, really? He's like, yep, go set it up. So I have a skull that I did on my right thigh right here, close to my hip condo, but easy enough to get to where I could actually tattoo it, and he sat in front of me. There's a picture somewhere of like him sitting in front of me, <laughs> leaning over with my pants Damn, at guess, my yeah. ankles, oh, and, and, he's I'm, just, at and your I'm leg. just like sitting here tattooing my leg, and he just kind of gave me pointers and like kind of told me what to do. That was hard to do, like to... Put a needle in yourself and not like you don't want to bury it. You want to like graze the skin a little yeah, bit. Dude. He's like, nah, you got to put it in there. So I did those, and Comer has a couple okay. really good first tattoos. He has a black <laughs> bird. Oh, Jordan, didn't Jordan, Jordan has one? one. Yeah, he does that. Uh, a broken dagger on his leg. Yeah. Yeah, Um, so those were the first few. It was mainly like all my friends and people that. Wouldn't be pissed if I fucked up a couple tattoos on them. (laughs) And uh, I did that for a little bit until I stopped fucking them up as much. (laughs) And then I started tattooing walk-ins. I think before I, like, started, like, seriously tattooing, I'd help with, like, Friday the 13th here and there. Yeah. Because those are, like, smaller tattoos that aren't as intricate and stuff like that. Also, if people are paying $20 for a tattoo, I mean, I would expect a $20 tattoo to be a little iffy here and there. Yeah, it's like, oh. Because if I got a tattoo for twenty bucks and like the lines weren't perfect or something was off, I'd be like, it was twenty bucks. bucks for it. So yeah, it's fine. Kind of whatever. Whatever. So I did some of those and just kind of went from there. More of my friends were wanting to get tattooed, and I really think the thing that helped me the most was was getting people to get tattooed and stuff was the painting. Yeah. Because if you're not known, if I say. 
Jacob wants to tattoo you. I don't know who the fuck Jacob is. Like, I don't know <laughs> what kind of tattoos he does. But, like, if you don't see my work, but you see me posting pictures or posting, like, flash that I've done, then you're like, oh, that's what it's going to look like. I'll get that. I want that. So sure. that right there helps me a lot. And that's why, like, I enjoy painting and I do it a lot also because if I don't have any appointments or, like, it's been kind of slow, usually if I paint a sheet or paint two sheets, mm-hmm. I can put it up and, like, someone will at least get one or two of yeah. the designs off of it. And if that's the case, it's worth it to me because, one, I got to practice on some stuff that I haven't. Because I always try to True. paint stuff that, like, I normally wouldn't do and right. then do some stuff that, like, people I know people would want to get tattooed. Right. And I'll do that because it helps me trying out new stuff because it's a painting. If it messes it up, I'll just throw it in a trash can, whatever. Yeah, it's your shit, yeah. so I mean, it so it doesn't matter. matter. So that, I feel like, helps me a lot with getting business, getting better. That's definitely why I'm very glad he instilled that in me. That's awesome. Um, damn, shout out to Nate. He fucking trained the hell out of your ass. He, and he didn't teach, just teach me how to tattoo, too, because since I was working the shop and like working the front, he kind of taught me how to also just run a tattoo shop. If I was to ever want to open a tattoo shop myself, I feel like I would be on the right path. I'm not saying like I could fucking crush that shit, but yeah. like he definitely showed me ways to go about it that are very, a lot better than yeah. other ways, I guess you could say. That's good that he taught you the kind of business side yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of important. Mm-hmm. And it helps a lot since they're in old heavy hands and stuff like that. He's gone and, and they're touring and stuff like that. Before David Capella worked with us, it was me and Mike only. Mm-hmm. And we would just have to hold it down. And being already having to run the shop before you know I tattooed, it, that makes it that much easier. Fuck yeah. Well, hell yeah. Shout out to Nate again. Train these young minds, dude. That's, that's badass. <laughs> um, so, obviously, you're, so you're three years in. Mm-hmm. Um, any, like, crazy tattoo stories? Like, some dumb shit some people have asked for that you've had to do? Um, I've done some weird stuff. One time, I was tattooing. This lady came in, and this dude. And she go. wanted to get a G. Tattooed on her, just for the his, letter G. Yeah, just his initial. And I was like, "All right, I can do that." Okay. This was like, not right fresh into tattooing, but I mean, I think it's in my first year. Yeah. So of course, that's still really fresh. Three years is still really fresh to me. Okay. Um, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I can do that. I'm doing it like right here on her leg. He's holding her hand, getting a tattoo and everything. And this dude like busts in the door, and he's like, "No, you are not. Are you getting another one of his initials?" It's her fucking husband that busts in the door. This dude was her fucking boyfriend or something. And I'm a tattooing the boyfriend's initial when the husband's husband. sitting right here. And I'm like terrified because he's like pe- walking back and forth. And David's like trying to stop the dude from coming back there. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I stop? The dude's, t- the husband's dude. telling me to stop. And I'm like, do, you, do I stop? And the wife, the wife, it's like, no, don't stop. I want you to finish the tattoo. And I'm like, oh, my God. He evidently was, like, following her, or like, tracking her phone or something, so he knew where she was. Oh and, like, God. I was like, dude, y'all, one of y'all going to have to, like, take care of this dude or help me out while I finish <laughs> the tattoo. Say, like, like, I don't get paid. So I'm, like, like, I'm, like, scared I'm going to get, like, sucker punched while I'm fucking tattooed, <laughs> like, look down and get knocked out or something. Like, I don't know. That one was, that was wild, and that scared the shit out of me. Oh my god! I was like, he's gonna kill me. When I'm done, he's gonna kill me. And he said, not another one. That means she has another G somewhere. Yeah, this dude. has already happened one time. Maybe that's why I didn't get the worst of it. Maybe he, the first guy, got the worst of it. Yeah, I don't dude. know. 
Oh my god, that's uh, oh my god, her husband walks in and her boyfriend. Oh yeah. Um we've had tons of stuff like that. I mean, since where we are, um there was a convenience store that closed and then they opened up a new one, but since that one closed, there was just a high traffic area of walking past the shop of like um I don't want to say some of them are homeless, but a lot of them live like in a low income housing and stuff like mm-hmm. that and we would get a lot of trouble from the homeless people. Oh, yeah. And, like, people coming in there asking for money or, like, being drunk and yelling because there's, like, seven bars near our shop. You better say, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of wild stuff like that. Sometimes people, like, throw up in front of the shop. Oh, God. Um, oh, you, you know, like, Boiler Room yeah, and McCool's all that. And, Eddie and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I've had... One time I had to tattoo this lady. She told me her wedding date and I was like oh that's my birthday I was tattooing basically my birthday but like 12 17 not the 89 part yeah yeah. and I was like where do you want to get it and she's like like right here and I was like all right cool I have her lay down and she pulls down her pants and as soon as she pulls down her underwear she's like you're gonna have to shave it too (laughs) and I was like oh god (laughs) so I had to like disposable like single blade razor like try to shave her pubes and like (laughs) it was not it wasn't the most fragrant. I mean, it wasn't the best fragrance. Yes! And like... Yes! I just... It, some people are interesting. I can just say that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this... I want to... Obviously, it wasn't the whole thing. It was just Yeah, like, it was this, just like this, 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 this little corner up here, but like still, like you could have trimmed it up a little bit for me or something. <laughs> Do a little. These are better than David's stories. And, and, and it took. She wanted you to do it. Yeah, and the worst dude. part, those disposable razors, it cuts like short hair. I had to use like two or three oh. of those things because they're like catching, and I'm like, throw that one away. A little more green soap, like shave a little more. Like, dude, I bet the dudes were just laughing. And I can't imagine. She probably had the worst razor burn after that. She had some bumps for days. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, dude. She did it to herself. Yeah, she did. Because I get razor burn on my legs sometimes. With those shitty ass razors. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is. Oh, thank you for that. Those are amazing. <laughs> um, but hell yeah, dude. So, um, have you been to any conventions or anything? I have never tattooed at a convention. Okay. It's something that I do want to do more of. I've worked the last Greensboro convention with when Legacy worked it, but that was when Nate and Monday and Essing. We're tattooing there. So I didn't even tattoo. I just helped out, set them up and stuff like that. Was that when, it's a side note, uh, when Deke went and won, and didn't he win something for his chest, his torso? Who did? Uh, Daniel Kelly for his torso. Maybe. He might have gotten. Did he, I didn't one day or somebody Yeah, I think he did enter him in the full front yeah. piece or something like that. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a, a That was that note, year. That was the last one. I Because I remember that happening. Because he has a huge... Really oh, good tattoo by yeah. Monday. Fuck that. His whole oh my god, it looks like it's so painful. That's a shirt, basically. <laughs> it's a shirt. He never has to wear a shirt ever again. Yeah. Um, so do you have any other accomplishments maybe that you've come across throughout the whole thing? Maybe tattooing obviously tattooing all your stuff is an accomplishment in itself, but anything specific? Um let's see. Not I think the fact that I've tattooed other places a couple times and that right there is kind of oh, yeah. traveling to me is kind of an accomplishment because that's one thing I really like about tattooing, being able to 
go places. Guess like, what? I can take what I tattoo with and put it in a bag and go somewhere else and tattoo across the country. Like, I went and tattooed, talking about Daniel Kelly. Yeah. I went and visited him in uh, Colorado, and I tattooed oh, at uh, Think Tank South. Yeah. And I did a guest spot. I, I, a guest spot, but not a guest spot. I just tattooed Daniel there um, because two dudes that are from here, Rick Brown mm-hmm. and uh, Teddy, both work there. So I hit them up and was like, do you think I could do a tattoo there? And the guy that owns that place super nice. Dude, he was like, absolutely, yeah. you can come tattoo here. I did my tattoo, and I was like, uh, how much do you want me to do for a drop? And he was like, no, nah, you didn't do any walk-ins or like take any business from us. You can keep it all. He's like, anytime you want to come back, just let me know. Like, super, super nice dude. What? Like, they're, they were really, really nice in a Dang, super nice place. Cool. I tattooed there. That was, I mean, that to me was like, the coolest thing, because that was the very first time I went and tattooed somewhere else. Yeah. And those dudes crushed it. Like, all those dudes there are really good. And I was still, like, kind of not sp- even two years then, I think. And tattooing at another shop was a huge deal to me. Yeah. And then I've tattooed at, uh, in Raleigh once, too. And that okay. was really cool, too. That one's a little bit closer, but, I mean, that's still anywhere I can go and tattoo out of town. It's just cool knowing that people actually want to get tattooed by you. It's cool knowing that someone wants something from you that easily they could go to someone else for. Exactly. Like, not not saying I'm bad at tattooing in any sense, but like, someone could easily go and get a traditional tattoo from someone that's been tattooing longer than me, but it's really cool to me that the fact that they wanted something from me. For sure. And I see homies all the time on, you know, the gram and stuff, like, you know, Mitch doing this, whatever. I'm like, hell yeah. That's fucking, that's cool. Yeah, I, I love the support I've been giving all my friends are definitely yeah helped out a lot when it's slow and stuff I can post some stuff and friends will hit me up and be like yeah, yeah I'll come get tattooed yeah, or I'll get yeah. something small and Every stuff time. so friends have definitely helped me out along the way oh they I can do say That's, that those are the saving grace the right homies there, always help homie those are always your your biggest fans yeah absolutely so you, where it, always where it starts um that's cool though um so have you been asked to guess by anywhere else um not necessarily. I don't really think people are necessarily asked to guess. Oh, they kind of like say, I'm going to be here. You just kind of outreach to people if you're interested in going somewhere, and then you talk to them, and if they're into it, then they will. I've talked to uh, Capella's gone and tattooed at Blue Flame a couple times. Okay. And I honestly would like to go do that. Try Is that Charlotte to- or Raleigh? That's Raleigh, Raleigh. too. Raleigh, cool. They uh, evidently have a really nice shop that's really big. I can't. I've been to Blue Flame, but the when I went to Blue Flame was when I was younger, yeah. and it was in a completely different spot. Right. And I don't go to Raleigh that much. Okay. But I would definitely like to go check out the other location because I heard it's really nice and possibly tattoo there. Because evidently they have a couple open booths and stuff like that where because people travel and stuff like that and they mm-hmm. need people to cover and stuff like that. So I think it'd be something fun to do. It's not too far away. And if I wanted Capella, I'm pretty sure just drives there. Works, drives back. back, goes to sleep, and then just goes like, because it's only like an hour and something. Yeah, it's close. Not bad at all. Damn, that's cool. Well, I hope you, you do some more of that. Traveling is awesome, so that'll be freaking badass. Do it. It just helps a lot with like getting your style. Yeah. Like seeing other people that tattoo in different ways and seeing people do the same thing, but in a different way. It, I always compared it to music, like going to shows and seeing people play drums and stuff yeah, like that. It like gives you ideas or different ways to do fills or like time signatures and stuff like that. So it just kind of translated to tattooing in a way for me too. Like 
just watching people or seeing how they draw things or I love watching people tattoo mm-hmm. and you can learn things that way too. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, obviously you never stop learning, so yeah, that's cool for sure. Um, are there any tattooers that obviously there's probably a lot that have inspired you? There are a lot actually. Yeah, top um, three. It's tough. That's like asking my favorite movies or something like that. <laughs> um, true, true, true. I really like uh, Tony Hundle, okay. Steve Byrne, all the dudes at Rockphages, Crush It, um, in Virginia. And Richmond, there's uh, Absolute, Brian Bruno, and Mike Rennie, and all the dudes that work there. Okay. They are phenomenal. Like, oh, if yeah. I was, that's probably my next tattoo that I'm going to get. I'm going to go to Richmond and get tattooed by one of them. Okay. They're phenomenal tattoo artists. Been tattooing for a while. Super humble dudes. Nice dudes. We've ha- They had to throw a party for Old Heavy Hands when they played at Strange Matter and oh, stuff like really? that. And super cool shop. They're super inviting. Had a big barbecue. So all those dudes... I, I look up to them a lot because to know that there's people that are that good at tattooing and at that caliber and are still that humble. They're such nice people. That gives me hope for because there are tattoo artists and not even tattooing and anything where people are popular. There's people that yeah. throw the shit and like have big heads. Uh, yep. So I, I like that aspect because they're very down to earth. Talk, can talk to you. You can I can talk to him even though about tattooing even though he's been tattooing probably twenty some years my yeah. whole life basically. He's not someone that's going to be like, don't talk to me about yeah, this. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Three years in, fuck you. So stuff like that. People like that is the kind of people I look up to. People that Super aren't... humble. Yeah, and... absolutely. That aren't dickheads about it. That don't think their shit's like the coolest shit ever. Because, I like I told you, I don't think I'm terrible at tattooing, but like, always learning. I don't think I'm the best either. Because yeah. there's, all, I'm always looking at people that have been tattooing for 20 years, being like, "Yeah, I did this rose, but he did this yeah. rose too, and that <laughs> shit looks so good." So I mean, it's hard. That's but cool, I mean, I mean that's... that's how you progress, I guess. That's kind of the thing I fight with all the time. My girlfriend tells me I don't need to do that as much, but it's hard not to. Yeah, you're surrounded hard. by it all the time, and especially like not even looking outward, just the people at our shop. I mean, the tattoos that the, they put out, like. I compare my tattoos to their tattoos all the time, and that right there makes me want to do better tattoos because I see Larry crush a tattoo or David Self or Capella or Capone or Nate, and I'm like, damn, like, I want to do something cool like that. Yeah, for sure. It just makes me want to push harder and stuff. That's cool. I mean, that's a good way to look at, you know, other people because people kind of see this competition, and and it's like it's not. You know, it's a learning opportunity. Yeah. To grow. Absolutely. And that's a, that's the great way to look at it is, you know, not saying, oh, I suck, look at his. Like, that's like, okay, I could do better. I could so. see that if it was someone that you were kind of like not cool with, but everyone at the shop, we're all homies. Yeah. Like, that's something that people that have came and did guest spots at our shop that have said that is one of the hardest things to find is in tattooing, it's hard to find a whole shop where everyone likes each other mm-hmm. and everyone's friends. Anyone I've talked to usually said most shops have one or At two least people one per- yep. that everyone hates or one or two people that's just a dickhead. And like, granted, we're all around each other. We might get annoyed with each other, but we're all, we all love each other. We're all yeah. best friends. We hang out all the time. We have like cookouts. We, we have get togethers and stuff like yeah. that right there, I think is a big part of what makes legacy legacy. Yeah, for sure. And every time I go in there, like I don't need tattoos, but I was going there and just kind of hanging out. Yeah, you, you guys come, are awesome. Even if you don't want to come get tattooed, like you can come chill with the homies, Shoot talk shit. some shit for a little bit, like just bounce on out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how. I mean, that's one reason I really like working at Legacy. Like, 
it's not just tattooing people granted that's it's a tattoo shop and that's a big part of it but it's just like hanging out you always get to see friends friends always stop by and it's just a cool environment that's awesome and with North Carolina outside of the Legacy Irons is it a pretty cool tattoo community like does everyone pretty much get along around this this estate here yeah I, I actually think so I mean the shops that are downtown we're yeah. all pretty close to each okay. other I was like Golden Spiral, but so. none of us have any animosity towards each other like we have some friends like Jason that owns Tried and True mm-hmm. used to work at Legacy okay. uh, there's a guy Josh Cecil he's done a guest spot at Legacy before he worked at Golden Spiral like there's no animosity they're just they kind of just do different styles different. than yeah. stus than stus than us, <laughs> but I mean, there's no animosity. Everyone's kind of cool with each other. It's not like we all go out and have dinners and stuff like that. But, yeah, but everyone's cordial and yeah, cool. And- absolutely. If I see someone that I know or they see me, we always talk to each other and say hey and stuff like that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Um. So where do you want to end up? I guess with tattooing, um, obviously you want to do it for as long as you can. Do you want to own your own shop, or you have a state or somewhere you want to move, or? honestly don't know yeah. that that yeah. right there is the one thing that's like super open-ended of course i want to keep tattooing as long as i can or as long as my hands and body permit me yeah um i don't know we'll we'll see yeah um, as of right now i feel like owning a shop would be very stressful yes um, owning <laughs> any sure. kind of business would be very stressful having to manage people and stuff like that so I'm not sure if that's something I want to do right yet. That's I know fair. I'm 27, but I still feel like I'm like 20. Yeah. So that's not. I don't want that much responsibility right now. For sure. I still like to party too much. <laughs> that's cool though. I mean, it's cool that you're still young because obviously you're you can do whatever the hell you want. You have yeah. so many years to figure it out, mm-hmm. and this way obviously there's no rush. Um, but hell, you're doing a great job right now. Um, so do you have any advice for? maybe some upcoming tattooers, people who are maybe interested in apprenticing anywhere or taking creatives? Uh, any advice I would probably give would probably be just, if you're going to go for tattooing, go about it the right way, like mm-hmm. apprenticing and stuff like that, because there's tons of people that just try to start tattooing. Or I think maybe this, in my head, this is a better way to go about it. Like I didn't just go into legacy. Like People all the time would walk in and be like, Hey, I wondered if y'all are accepting any apprentices. Like, I didn't just do that. I went there and started getting tattooed. Like, I feel like you got to build a relationship with someone. It's mm-hmm. not just like walking in and be like, "Hey, can I work here?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll definitely teach you." <laughs> like, you I feel like you got to be a little more than that. Got to yeah. talk to people, build some sort of relationship, and then go from there. I would just say try to go about it in a better way. Like, there's all these. Tattoo schools that are trying to pop up. I see tons of tattoo artists oh, I think posting like... about that. Are they? They're getting them shut down. But it's like, evidently, I don't know the whole like layout of them all and how they run. But what I've got the gist of, basically, you go in there and pay them a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. and you're there for maybe a month or two, and they teach you how to tattoo. Oh my god! And then you leave. But like, I apprenticed for two, two years. years. Even if it's not a month, even if it's longer than a month, even if it's five, six months, I still think that you're if you're taking money from someone, I feel like you're just doing it for the money. So you're just going to push out as many as you can. And that's just making tattoo artists and people oh that tattoo, God. that do terrible tattoos. And I've seen many of those. Too. Yeah. And yes, it's very common. So just going about it the right way. Right. Hell yeah, dude. I'm glad you gave us kind of a real view of how apprenticing is because I think people obviously think it's a 
very quick process and yes. all that, and this is obviously it's not. Yes, it is. Know. It can be very lengthy. Yes. <laughs> you know, or in depth. Yourself. So, hell yeah, dude. And how can we contact you? Um, um, the easiest way is probably Instagram. It's just okay. Mitchell Willard right. on Instagram. Um, Legacy Irons. I'm I'm off Sundays, Mondays. Other than that, I'm there every day. Every day, with bell to bell. We're all there. Usually on my days off, I don't have many friends, so I, I go there too. <laughs> uh, you can find me there on Sundays usually because my girlfriend works. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I was like, oh, he's off, but I thought we could go up there. He's busy. You're probably he's right there. I was, I was there. That's exactly where I was. Um, dude, hell yeah, dude. And does Legacy have a website? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. We usually just run all of our stuff off just the Legacy Irons tattoo Instagram. Yeah, but that's probably the best way to do it, anyways. Most of our stuff's more update on there, and then you can just find me at a the shop or the, my email, which is just Mitchell Willard at Yahoo. Hell yeah, I dude. found everything easy. Just Mitchell Willard. Mitchell Willard. I guess that's probably the best thing to do because it's your freaking name. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, dude. If you're interested in getting a tattoo. By Mitch, hit him up. We'll probably maybe we'll post some images of your tattoos on the um, on the um, Amplify page too. Give an idea of what you you're doing. Can post a picture of that painting. No, right this there? is mine. This is mine. Okay. He actually brought me a custom. Is this custom? This is custom. Yeah. This I is see. a custom painting that no one's ever going to see. So don't worry about <laughs> it. But he's <laughs> no. It's no. This is about it. This is an eagle, and it's freaking beautiful. I'm gonna hang it up on my wall. Get it framed or something. Um, but yeah, dude, thanks for coming. Yeah, no problem. Thanks and for having me. go back to sleep. We're going to band practice, actually. Yeah, band practice. Food and band practice. Hell yeah. In that order. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll be a very grumpy man, <laughs> if not. Well, cool. Hell yeah. Thanks again, and we're out. Hey, guys. Daniel here, your host of the Free Pizza Podcast. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the podcast app. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for upcoming episodes.